0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to "Stay on the Line," a horror movie review podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Cardin. Every week, I bring in a guest to talk about a scary movie or something that has horror elements. And this week, I have the privilege to welcome Cora Nation. Oh <laughs> my God, it's a
1: me, a coordination. As a disclaimer, if you like everything I'm saying, my name is coordination. If you don't, it's Rachel
0: Slurs. And you know what? <laughs> I'll let that slide. I'll let that slide. <laughs> I was on the call with her like for three hours. And I honestly think that's why my voice is hoarse because I just, I talk nonstop. So. <laughs> it's a podcast. You know, if you weren't, it'd be real awkward. Oh, it, it wasn't a podcast. It was just a phone call. <laughs> oh, oh, we just kiki with the gals. Oh God, could you imagine recording three hours for a podcast? Well, that might be this episode. On it, yeah, like I said, <laughs> or
1: editing is going to be real tight for you. I'm going to put that on there right
0: now. And uh, tell, tell the world, uh, the world, the, the, my 20 listeners, tell the 20 listeners something about yourself. Oh, I got called a cool dude by Hulk
1: Hogan one time before he was problematic.
0: I was going to say, wait, is that a good thing? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was back then. It was him, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and then Jimmy Hart at Mall of America. And he called me
0: a cool dude. Not at Mall of America. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a, I had a splendid childhood you know, in the Midwest. <laughs> where Fifth Harmony used to perform the at gag. Mall of America. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, mall performances were a thing.
1: I, oh my God, I just, absolutely not. I cannot even imagine. Because I remember Brooke Hogan did one and, like, nobody was there. And I'm like, I couldn't, that could not be me. Bitch. are showing up for a free event. <laughs> Destiny's Child used to perform at like Walmart's. I need I wish I hope there is video footage somewhere because I need to see Beyonce, <laughs> Michelle and Kelly next to like the Pantene Pro-V.
0: Well, I don't know if Michelle was in it yet. It could have been when it was Latoya La- and Lativia.
1: Mm-hmm. Lativia, the, the yogurt that Jamie Lee Curtis yeah.
0: sponsors. <laughs> well, now, now works. Now she works at Walmart, so. Ooh. She looks like she does, girl. <laughs> Tell the world like, who is Cora? What is Cora? When is
1: Cora? Uh, well, what Cora is is a mess. Who she is, is a blue-haired wig enthusiast, woman of the night, loud mouth, campy comedy queen in Chicago. It's just very that. When Who's obsessed with horror movies. Oh, when? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm 30 now. So when is, when's over for me? Time Once you hit 30 until I'm like 50, time doesn't exist. I'm just like an in-between. Like I'm, I'm not a daddy, but like not a twink either.
0: Your step-uncle. I am. I am.
1: <laughs>
0: Step on me, uncle. Yes. What is it? What is that gay porn place called? It's called like Say Uncle or something. Mm,
1: there. Oh my God. Let's. Is Rule Forty Three? If <laughs> you can think of it, there's a site for it. Oh my God. Rule Thirty.
0: That's my my teenage years. Rule well, 30. and I was okay. So or, I was, what, or is it Thirty Four? It's Thirty Four. Thirty Four. Okay. <laughs> there's, I. This episode is brought to you by Rule Thirty Four.
1: <laughs> I for a second thought like when the shit starts going down. I was like. There is somebody somewhere on the planet that is turned on by what is happening in front of me right now.
0: <laughs> oh, COVID mommy, COVID mommy with those mommy milkers.
1: Oh my God. Oh, woof. Just woof.
0: Also, I did not know you were 30. I thought you were like my age. How, Wait, how old 20, do you think I am? You're 23. I heard you say it on the podcast. Oh, well, yes, yes.
1: See, I listen.
0: <laughs> oh my God, you're like the first guest too. Well, besides Paula, who is the last guest. But happy to be here. Zanny came on and was like, "So, do you like have like a a theme song?" I was like, "You haven't even pressed play on any of Just, them."
1: Oh no, you didn't even make it past the intro, baby. Okay.
0: She didn't even click on the link to get to it. She's she's like, "What the fuck? I don't know who she is. I don't know her." Well, and this week we were discussing well not this week we had what well, we discussed last week we were like which horror movie should we watch and we narrowed it down to two mm-hmm. and one of them was the fly which mm-hmm. i had not seen since honestly almost probably two decades since the last time i would seen the fly i was they like a kid baby
1: baby yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: bitch i should not have been watching the movies i was like i watched kill bill like when it came out mm-hmm. and i was like you better work uma women power you get yours Come on, Go-Go, you barry. You better, oh you better swing that fucking wrecking ball. I was that yes. little kid. I was like throwing shit around. I was like, I'm Go-Go. Yeah, you just grab the skip
1: it and you're like, <laughs> motherfucker, come for me. And then you get grounded for breaking your sister's shins.
0: I don't know. Appen- well, no friend. she doesn't even exist anymore. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a sister. <laughs> I was like, wow, that got really dark. Uh, it was a figment of my imagination. So I love it for you. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> not genie I the genie head you're gone oh and this week yeah we were like what should we watch and you had told me that you like horror movies and mm-hmm. this is probably like when people think about horror I feel like they don't bring up the fly a lot I agree so
1: my experience with this movie in the last 48 hours has been wild but I went into this movie I'm not gonna lie I was like really I got the fly because I thought I hated the fly so I thought this was a completely different movie and I don't know what I thought it was, but it was not this. Uh, from start to finish, I was just like hanging on the edge of my seat. And like my notes, I had to do notes twice because the first time I did it, there is a part in the movie that we will get to that made me so angry that I just started scribbling angrily all over the pages and it just looked like, like a polygraph test.
0: Literally when I write something important, you probably can't see it, but I write scrip- like physical scribbles next yeah. to them. Like, even in the first page, I just wrote down, she reveals tape recorder. (laughs) I have, there are
1: so many, like, lines in there that, in this, like, in my thing that I'm probably not even going to remember what the fuck they were, because I- There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of my, like, lines that just start with why, because I have a lot of questions about some of the logic in this movie.
0: Same. I think this movie is supposed to take on the span of, like, a couple months, but it feels like a week. I don't understand how time works in this. They don't give you any, when,
1: like, I'm trying not to, like, skip ahead to the movie, but there are parts of the movie that make it seem like a day has passed, and I actually looked it up. It's a really odd period of time. The entire transformation from start to finish is four weeks and six days which why not just round up to five weeks but whatever yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah it was a little confusing the only time I remember when they mentioned days is when she had not seen him in four weeks yeah which I was like damn does that mean y'all were dating for like five days and then got pregnant <laughs> oh uh, no I wait
1: till we get into their relationship because woof it is a wild it,
0: okay yeah yeah I'm not going to say too much right now. Okay, right. give us, Cora, give us, like, a like a non-spoiler synopsis of the movie, and then we'll get right into it. An eccentric scientist
1: unlocks the powers behind, the science behind teleportation, and things do not go according to plan.
0: My dog agrees. This movie, like, really jumps into the premise five minutes in. Yeah, yeah, no, I
1: wrote, are we jumping into the movie? Are we getting into the Yeah,
0: I feel because, like we whoo. should, we get into it, because, like, that's basically the movie. Uh, they're at a party. They're like, hey, let's, let me show you this. And he's talking about teleportation. And then it just goes south from there. uh, Did you want to do the actors and the director? Oh shit. Would you like to have this podcast? (laughs) 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 It is starring Jeff Goldblum. Is he queer? No, I think he's just a little, I think he's just a little loopy. I have,
1: so I have this really weird thing. Like Jeff Goldblum in his best movies does two things. He gives monologues that last for days but I don't care I love them yeah and he always has a job that makes no sense with his personality type like in Jurassic Park he is not a paleontologist or a scientist he is like a stoner and in this movie it's pretty much the same energy except it's reversed in this one he's trying
0: to play God and the other one he's yelling at people who are playing God so I'm just like okay in Jurassic Park when I was younger I was like looking down at me like whoa (laughs) Mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum, you're kind of he's he, he says ripped. some problematic things, but he was ripped, especially he was in this ripped movie. Ripped in this movie. But you know what? When if you love Jeff Goldblum and you think he is very sexy, do not watch this movie. Yeah, it will ruin. Actually, it I watched it with my roommate. I was like, I cannot like sometimes when I like I have like hookups, they'll be like, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, Well, I like horror movies, and they'll play one. And I don't know if you watched the movie Creep oh my god
1: i just i'm listening to that episode right now you and gilda
0: yes yeah i'm on yeah that movie i had to stop like hooking it with someone i was like i can't do this like i can't do this right now it's very unsettling and so is so is a lot of stuff in this movie bitch the cum in this movie is acid oh my god also
1: we are just (laughs) at introducing the actors (laughs) (laughs) no. <laughs> <laughs> like we haven't even gotten in to the
0: movie <laughs> oh my god okay so Jeff Goldblum he's here mm-hmm. he's playing Seth Brundle aka Brundlefly, Fly mm-hmm. and we also have Gina Davis who is playing Victoria which they started they called he called her Victoria and I was mm-hmm. like okay her name is Victoria and then I started hearing Ronnie I was like yeah. wait who the fuck is Ronnie so I... I just wrote Ronnie for most of the movie and then at the end like the ex is like Victoria I was like wait that's the same person <laughs> it's
1: even funnier it's so funny that you say that because I watched it twice last night. I watched the VHS, which amazing. And Riley had all this fun pop-up trivia like that he was sharing with me. So I have all kinds of random trivia about this movie. Watching it today, I I got it. I rented it on Amazon. And on the side, they do like the x-ray thing where they give you trivia sometimes. Mm-hmm. They interchanged her name so frequently between like, one time it was Ronnie. One time it was Victoria. And I was like, are these two separate people? Or are we just not settling on a name?
0: But yeah, I was confused on that. I don't know the ex's name. What's his name? Stathis or
1: something? Oh, I... Oh my... God. You, he... You want to know what his name is? Fucking burglar. He breaks and enters into roughly 75 fucking buildings in this movie. And his never once arrested. He never has to have a restraining order. Like, there are no consequences for his highly illegal action. Well, ever. he... <laughs>
0: He does get a little
1: that's <laughs> fair from the law, from society.
0: Like he he's, yeah. nope, just gonna walk in like this. I also hate that he's technically kind of the hero at the end of the movie. I'm like, yeah. not this. Did we have no one else on call or
1: it's so strange to me because the only person in this movie, main character-wise, that even has any sort of redeeming qualities is Gina Davis. And I'm gonna get into how I feel about her acting in this movie in a second, but it's it's like beauty and the beast, if. The beasts were also evil because you know the human comes in, he's guest on, he's gonna save Bell. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, and then the beast is like you're supposed to empathize with him at the end. And I mean, I I did not uh you, you
0: can't empathize with Brendel Fly. Uh Brendel Fly. No man in this movie. <laughs> also, all these dudes in this movie gaslight like the fuck out of Gina Davis. Oh
1: my God. Okay. So oh wow. This is when I started getting angry. <laughs> so like the first time you The first time I watched it, I didn't realize that he was both her boss and her boyfriend. I thought they were two separate people. Yeah, so did I, which shows you how my brain processes Caucasian people. (laughs)
0: Well, I thought in the beginning, okay, so to preface this, Ronnie, aka Victoria, she's a journalist who is at this, like, science party to get, like, information on science stuff, like, the newest things that happen. Mm-hmm. He meet or she meets Seth there. He's also very pushy, like, come back to my place. I'll show you some stuff. I was like, okay, really sketchy. It's just, oh, like, the, the cold open
1: to this movie is literally, like, the cold open to what could be an episode of Law & Order SVU. Yeah. A woman is interviewing a man who has every effort to want to get her out of there by herself to his apartment or wherever, his warehouse,
0: and he doesn't even drive a car. You have a man- She has to drive it, but okay, I will say, if you're feeling sketchy about places, drive your own car, okay? But he's a scrub. He doesn't even have his own fucking car. No. And he owns the same five suits because that's what Albert Einstein did. Yeah.
1: But yeah, she, the red flags from like second 30, like this relationship should not exist right now. He should be arrested for something. I don't even know what it would be.
0: That's literally probably one minute into this film is yeah. that. She uh, He convinces her to come see this new technology that he has. And they go to his place, which looks like a sketchy warehouse in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah, he's like, come back to my lab. That is not a lab. Maybe a meth lab, bitch. <laughs> well, and for like the biological sensitivity of that, I'm sorry, like I love movies like this, but also A, I love like animals I used to be obsessed with zoology. And then B, sci-fi horror is always the hardest for me to like process because with like supernatural killers and stuff, you give the movie like- okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Jason won't die, Freddie won't die. In a movie like this, they're trying to explain something that they think could actually happen, like a technology. And I was like, "Ah, I want to give this movie so much credit, but there are
0: so many crazy things that happen. (laughs) Uh, But-
1: Honestly, I I fucking love this movie. It is fucking fantastic.
0: (laughs) I was kind of shocked that it has like a 7 out of 10 for their ratings. I was Mm -hmm. like, this should be at least like, I mean, for the times, it's a little problematic on some other things, but I would say it's like a good 9 out of 10. Like this is a, the special effects are really good. The acting is also really good too.
1: They're practical, but- and uh, David Cronenberg is the director of this movie, and he kind of he's known for this. Like he walked, so movies like Saw and Hostel could run. Like there's this really mm-hmm. awesome body war that he does that he's not using CGI. Everything he does does is done purposefully. It's not just excessive like the movies that would do that in the future. But yeah. everything is planned and executed so fucking well.
0: Mm-hmm. He did, uh, I think, video video drum. Did he mm-hmm. do that movie? or in The Scammers, that that has the most insane effects in a movie. And what's just, what I, I really don't like about movies nowadays is everyone's leaning way too much into CGI. Mm, absolutely. Whereas like this one is like, oh my God, Seth's face is melting off yeah, into it, a fly.
1: There's a bunch of gory shit that happens. Yeah. But did you know that he also directed Jason X?
0: I did not see that, no.
1: It, oh, I mean, uh, uh, it makes sense. He also does <laughs> cameos in both movies. He does a cameo in this movie and he does a cameo in Jason X Is like the like the weird professor, I want to say.
0: What cameo was he in this movie? Was
1: he just someone uh, at the bar? I'll talk to you about it. He is a medical professional. Oh. Uh, and it's the part of the movie that I got enraged at and started like fucking scribbling hard. Yeah,
0: I hated that part of the movie. But yeah, so- they do this little, like they're, they're talking to each other at Seth's place. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he shows, like she takes up one of her like stockings to put into one of the telepods and teleports it. And like he teleports the stocking into the other telepod. It's this weird kind of like sexual, like, oh, let me, cause he's like, give me something personal. I was like, right. um, no. <laughs> But like, also,
1: those pantyhose are like 99 cents a piece. She's going to have them for like a month (laughs) max. How is that personal? Like there was nothing. The shoe would have been more personal than those pantyhose. That's why she didn't
0: want to give it to him. (laughs) She was like, here, take this $1 pantyhose. Well, and it's so funny
1: because he's so eager to get who he knows is a journalist. A woman who he knows is a journalist to his apartment to see this. And then the second she wants to record it, he stops her. What the fuck did you want her there for?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was kind of funny. So- after he shows her the teleportation she's like oh shit let me hit record on my recording <laughs> device puts it in her pocket and then while they're talking you just hear this beeping and she's like oh sorry because she did it, like s- like sneakily at first like mm-hmm. when she hit record but then it starts like doing like an error thing and she like just casually is like oh just ripping oh. that fucking cassette tape out it's yeah. going everywhere <laughs> yeah she's like oh like this is this is my cassette. i'm recording you And I was like, why why would you (laughs) reveal your your tape recorder? And then, yeah, he gets like totally put off and she leaves. She's like, well, I'm going to write this story. So kiss my ass and then leaves. This is what I can talk about Gina Davis' acting choices.
1: There is something so not I think this is the word, non-plus about every reaction she has in this movie. She is underwhelmed by everything. And it's like, we're in a sci-fi movie and she's like acting in like a hallmark drama because that's like where her level is. If you told me that she was on
0: Xanax the entire movie, I would have believed you. Gina, why are you a journalist? This does not seem like the field for you because that is like time crunch, like stress all the time.
1: She, but she's te- she's terrible at her job because as a journalist you think that you would have some decent judgment of character and both of the men in her life are just red flag
0: factories yeah
1: and she, she just nope can't be bothered no yeah. well we'll
0: figure <laughs> it out like what the fuck well we actually meet previous red flags so after she leaves it's the next day and she's talking to her boss in her office so i i just was like okay this is her boss and he doesn't believe her story about Mm -hmm. this teleportation thing he's like oh this is just a a magician's trick and then coincidentally jeff goldblum shows up and he's like oh y'all can go talk about something you can use my office Mm -hmm. but then okay in that scene it seems like her ex had blonde like blonde hair or blonde beard so that's why i did not correlate it with her actual ex who is the same person who had like deeper features
1: well the first time you see the ex outside of a work setting is well he's like sitting in a dark corner in her fucking apartment and it's so it's so fucking wild because it's her apartment like i'm assuming they weren't married they were just together and she says this one line she's like well are you leaving or should i why is you leaving your own apartment an option
0: Change the locks, bitch. And right. she just said, "I'm lazy."
1: She is. Oh, I don't. Oh my God, I should have changed those locks. Yeah, because one day he's gonna snap, and you are in danger, girl.
0: One day, I think it might be in a couple of weeks. I mean, T.
1: It's the end of this movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I. Oh God, the men in this movie are really, garbage. Yeah, they're really frustrating. Before that, this is when Seth comes to meet her at her job, which I'm like, oh my God, she knows. He knows where you work now. Mm-hmm. This is scary. Oh, this is ooh, bad, bad news. Oh God, I just heard a, a loud noise in my room. Um, it, but it's yeah. It's Brundlefly. Yeah, he's Brundlefly is you. here, guys. He's like, what does he say? Like, I have like one word to say to you or something. And just goes like, cheeseburger.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know what the character choice that they chose for him or he's choosing for himself. Cause like, he's like an eccentric scientist and then he's like kind of charming. And then he's like kind of, you know, sexual because he I mean he does look it's just he does so many things but it still works and I I don't think any other actor except for Jeff Goldblum could have pulled off this part and there were a lot of other big names up for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, other who other people who are Uh so
1: Michael Keaton. Oh. Mel Gibson was up for it began Ew. to turn it down uh. the weapon. Okay, thank God. Um so I can go through all these. Uh the female role, the person who played Sarah a- or Sarah Connor was originally tapped for it. Oh. Which that would cool. have been Yeah, that, that. would have been nice too and then the original director for this movie was supposed to be tim burton which i would like that version of the movie as well please that would be crazy so, well i mean i'm sure tim burton wanted to do the movie but he hadn't found johnny depp so he couldn't
0: cast him in it yet, you know <laughs> he uh, had married his wife at the time to make whoop, her whoop, whoop. To make her the lead in this movie oh, being terrorized okay. by a giant fly after they have they have like a little a lunch dinner talking mm-hmm. about how he wants her to write a book on him and how they can finish the story and she's mm-hmm. hesitant at first but then she says okay that's when she goes back to her, her to her house where her ex is at what's his name i
1: don't know what i i, I asshole like you could literally call him anything yeah
0: he is an asshole and the whole time like he's there, he's taking a shower, mind you, in her apartment.
1: He go, he she walks in that house. Here's somebody's in the shower, which uh red fucking flag. And that's why I'm like, like, how is she a journalist? Because my instinct as a rational human being, if I walk into an apartment that I live in alone and there is somebody in the shower, I'm gonna turn around and walk out of that apartment. Yes. Side note: I thought it was going to be Jeff Goldblum in there.
0: <laughs> I thought it was too when because she 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 pulls the shower curtain and I just see a guy talking. And I was like, wait, is that Jeff Goldblum? And then it mm-hmm. cuts to the next scene of them talking, which I was then like, oh, is this her boss? Yeah. Because they're having this conversation and he is bringing up like, oh wait, are you fucking him? Like, if it's yeah. your new your new man? And she's like, um, like, why do you care? Like, we are not dating anymore. Also, why are you in my house? Well, and like, he shouldn't care in either capacity. As or her boss, she, he shouldn't
1: care. And that relationship just flat out shouldn't happen. Yeah. And then like, as your ex, you had no right to that. I will say, going back on the, Gina Davis is a terrible fucking journalist. She sleeps with her story.
0: Okay, oh. I, have a, I have a degree in journalism. There's a thing where you got to build report. This mm-hmm. is not building report. No, you're like you're getting what? a little too close to your subjects, baby. And I, I won't lie. Okay, some real tea. So one no. time I interviewed someone. For the show? No, 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 no. When, uh, for Oh, when I, as a
1: journalist, as a journalist. Yes, 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 yes. For
0: a paper. <laughs> One time I interviewed somebody and like the interview went well. And then like right after we hooked up. <laughs> we love to see it. Literally in my bed right over there.
1: But you already got your story at that point. She hasn't even gotten to the point where she has a story that she's ready to publish. She's just yeah. like, huh, you got science behind yeah. you you're gonna do something cool also you may be an axe murder let's
0: fuck oh my gosh well even though one of the first things he says to her is like i can't let you leave or else i'll kill you yeah i'd have to kill you i'm like oh oh no that's that is like that is the like
1: i said it is like an episode of law and order svu that's yeah. the part where the, the shit bad happens
0: one thing i do like about this movie is like there are like no great transitions it's just like the next scene so mm-hmm. after they're having this conversation in her apartment it's her in Seth's lab slash home. Mm-hmm. And they're about to teleport this monkey, this oh baboon. The baboon. And I was like, oh my God, what is going to happen? Because like I said, I haven't seen this movie in forever. So I did, I did not remember this part. Mm-hmm. So they teleport this monkey and she's recording everything on a camera. And this monkey, they're like looking at the next pot over because it's teleported. And you just see like a bloody like thing hit the the inside yeah. of the pod, and they
1: open yeah, it, just... and the monkey's inside out. First of all, that like that the special effects are amazing, but I have a few questions about the science experiment. One, where does Jeff Goldblum get not one but two baboons? Like yeah! that is never explained. You never see them in the house at any point, and baboons are like hard to care for animals to the like to the point where these baboons weren't even trained for this movie, and people were scared of them the only person they responded positively to was Jeff Goldblum. And the director assumed it was because he was so large and looming that the baboon
0: respected him. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Well, do they really use two baboons or just one? I think it's just one, but like the inside out baboon on the bottom,
1: that was like a really cool special effects thing where like the, there's like an underground under the floor. Like you can see under the floorboards and there's like people down there like pushing up blood and there was yeah, so boom. much they had to wear raincoats. <laughs> the, the cats would forget about them sometimes. So they like go off the lawns, doo, 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 and there's just three people trapped
0: under a floor. Oh my God. <laughs> that itself would be another horror movie. Have you seen that video where like, it's been like memed a lot where there, it's like this lady in fetish gear and he's in his living room and he puts her in like a pod and like it's like an elevator that goes down in the middle of the living room and he just covers it up and like carries on with his day. No, have you seen that? Oh my God. I have not, link me. <laughs> I I will, I I don't know if I can find it, but I'm gonna have to see it. Like this dude just like, and like some other things in the video is like, he's like mowing the lawn while she's just on top of the lawnmower. <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, she's getting off to this, I hope. That is the King scared. of the Hill fantasy, I'm sure. Bobby. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they teleported the monkey, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's not working," which isn't good. Mm-hmm. And they had this weird conversation about flesh. She's like, "I don't." The computer is not calculating flesh. Right, oh my god! Which I like, wrote
1: that down right. Oh my god! I
0: was like, "Oh, they and they they have they have this whole conversation about flesh." Mm-hmm. And then later in the day, she starts flirting with him, and then they fuck. Yeah. It, so I wrote it down. She said it makes the computer go crazy, like women
1: pinching old women pinching babies. It teaches I need to teach the computer to go crazy from flesh. That does not sound like he thinks that it sounds like that sounds like a completely other movie that is probably banned in most countries.
0: I was like, I I just uh okay. I'm like the the sentence of the sentence of just being like my computer isn't understanding what flesh is, it is drives, like it drives ew. It crazy. <laughs> It's so gross. Law and Order SVU. This is an episode <laughs> of Law and Order SVU. And honestly, I'm kind of surprised that she made the first move on him. Because it seemed like she wasn't really interested in him at all. Yeah, she. I mean, she rightfully should think he is
1: a crazy person. But if anything, judging by her taste in men, this is par for the course. Like, she's, she's like, you know what? Yes, I. when I am with you, I fear for my life. This is going to go well for me.
0: She said, you're my type. I'm I'm fine with that. And then they fuck. And he's also like laying on something. He's like, ow. And it's like a computer technology chip just like in his bed.
1: Embedded in his back. And he acts as if like he got bit by like a mosquito. Like like, she has to peel it off of his skin. He's
0: like, oh. But later in the movie when he's
1: shaving his face, when shit starts going awry, shaving makes him go ow.
0: Yeah. And
1: then right after there's a part of his body that comes off
0: and he doesn't respond to it. Oh my God. Okay. We're not there yet, but (laughs) just bringing up trauma like that for me. Okay, Cora. Fresh trauma (laughs) for both of us. They, they had this whole conversation after they have an he has an epiphany about their weird flesh talk. And Mm -hmm. so they teleport two slices of steak and one tastes synthetic. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, oh, I just got to teach the computer about flesh. Mm -hmm. And so they teleport one of the the other baboons that they Mm -hmm. just had, you know, chilling around making no noise. And it works. They teleport the baboon and it works. And they're like, let's celebrate. But then her ex at the Mm -hmm. time. Sends like a like a, a book or something mm-hmm. to Mr. Brendel's apartment mm-hmm. saying that like he's gonna run the story without Gina Davis's, like okay. So then they have this whole argument too. This is like another like plot of the movie where it's like, is her boss gonna run this story before she what? does? I don't know.
1: It, I, to a rollback for a second, when she's when she says she tastes the steak and she goes, This tastes synthetic. What does that mean?
0: Like, does that mean that it tastes like
1: like, like, like butter plastic, and margarine, like, or, yeah. yeah, or like uh, whipped cream and Cool Whip, like, I it's, and they never give an explanation, well, I mean, they do, it craves the flesh, it doesn't know how to process the flesh, but it's just like, this tastes synthetic, I don't, I don't know what that means, and like, they, she just started writing this story, they've been talking her together for what I would assume two days, and they already have the name of the article and custom artwork of him. Yeah, <laughs>
0: how do they get a picture of this man? yes, just wow y'all are working at light speed some of the things in this movie like you can maybe believe some of the science behind it but like the other things that don't really consider science like them just having things because mind you this is like a week a week Mm -hmm. for this first part of the movie where like he's like oh I already got the the fan art of Mr. Seth Mm -hmm. and we're gonna run this story
1: going back to the science behind like how all of this is happening it's (laughs) She asked him about like, oh my God, you built this? And he's like, no, I really actually don't know much much about this. I just asked for lasers and microchips. And I was like, so how are you assembling this? How do you know how to operate it? And like, how do you know what to ask for?
0: Yeah, bitch, there was no YouTube around. Also, what is his job? Yeah. he just seems like a rich like a rich boy like he's elon musk this man is elon musk yeah yeah i jumped a little bit ahead because they haven't teleported the monkey yet right after they had their like flesh discovery Mm -hmm. she leaves and her ex has like just been at the apartment like waiting for her and then he stalks her while she's shopping too and says like (laughs) she says something and then he goes what it's his cock, right? Is it big or something? Yeah. And, and they're like in a retail store. Like she is just, she minding
1: her own business at a store buying for what we find out later is a coat for Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah. Uh, and he's just fucking at an 11 for no reason. And then like, I think one scene later, he's still being an asshole to her. And then he goes, you want to fuck?
0: What? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that was so annoying. So um, he, they, I think, do they go back to, is it her house or something? Or is it at his office? I don't remember. Because they're having this conversation. They're like, hey, we can still be friends, okay? Like, I'll be fine with that. And we can be, like, I'll just be, you know, your colleague. Mm-hmm. But, like, how about you talking about Dick sometimes? Right, like, you know, huh? He's a gross man.
1: <laughs> he's, he's, like, and it's, there's something so, like, I, I don't want to say nostalgic. But I've seen this so many times with a female lead in a movie has a separate arc where she's tied to a a very toxic man in her life
0: that has a power dynamic over
1: her. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh wow, this movie could not be made today.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because like not only does he have like a a weird relationship power over her, but he's also her boss. I think this is when she she actually sees that book and she's like, hey, she doesn't tell sex. She's like, hey, I gotta go take care of something. It's really annoying, but I gotta get rid of it. So while she's having this conversation with her ex seth is at his house and he's like man i bet i bet she's seen someone it must be her boss okay that must be your ex you know what fuck it we don't need to wait for these this baboons results to come back to see if they're okay i'm gonna teleport myself he delivers an entire monologue just at just fucking
1: grandstanding he is crushing it cut baboon just sitting there just shaking his head up and down And later in the movie, he runs a bunch... When he tries to find out what happened to him, Mm -hmm. he runs, like, a diagnostic test of everything that happened during it. But
0: at no point after teleporting
1: the second baboon does he even think to go
0: through and, like... That would have literally, like, told him everything. Like, they didn't have to wait, like, four weeks to do anything but he's like anyways while she's gone i'm just gonna teleport myself i'm drunk hey baboon and then there's like a fly like fucking around with the baboon i'm like oh well i know where that fly is gonna go mm-hmm. so he's gonna go teleport himself now and he's butt-ass naked as the pod is closing because it closes on its own a fly gets in which mm-hmm. i mean everyone probably knows this it's the fly, it's but a like, fly it's gets the gets yeah the this has been spoofed by so many fucking tv shows and stuff mm-hmm. the fly gets into the telepod and When it teleports with Jeff Goldblum, he seems like, oh, I'm fine. I feel great. But he finds out later that he, the flight, fused with him and mm-hmm. he didn't like consume the fly or anything it his it's dna like fused with his dna uh, like this is
1: this is spider-man but in a horror universe like this is literally david cronenberg does spider-man yeah <laughs> in, in so many ways like if you would have told me this was a setup for a bug superhero related universe like oh yeah sure this is the fly. Then we've got the tick, and then literally you know, bumble Buck bumble is.
0: <laughs> yeah, I fused with a bee.
1: Uh, but the, so the science behind this is weird to me, and we're going to talk about the science so much because I don't get it. So it's supposed to teleport something from one side to another, and I'm assuming it does it both ways. I don't understand why. Th- well, I don't. I don't know. I think it's only one way. So if it's only one way then he's traveling through he's traveling through dark space let's say so he's traveling through dark space and he gets in and then he's fused with a fly what is that fly doing like if it's not going back and forth and that means that fly is just existing in that pod and that pod is just a
0: holding chamber for whatever comes out yeah But that movie is still so great. Yeah, I honestly, I kind of wish that there was a moment where Ronnie, aka Victoria, like sat down and was like, you teleported, like, what did, how did it feel? Like, what Mm -hmm. were you thinking? Because it's like a couple seconds before the person actually is in the next pod. So I Mm -hmm. wonder, like, I wish that they had asked that. Well, we don't get that. We just get a man pulling out his fingernails. Yeah, you
1: know.
0: Like, she comes back there to his place. Also, I wrote remember, this is 35 minutes into the film. Like, he has already teleported himself.
1: He's already teleported himself. And his instant reaction when he teleports himself is, I did it. And then he proceeds to go take a nap.
0: <laughs> yeah, because she comes back. He's sleeping. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, you, you... You you didn't come back last night. And She's like, "This is the night. Like, what are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is like they're just sleeping, and he just catches a fly in his yeah. sleep, and he's like, "Yep, this is a fly."
1: It's just like full Mr. Miyagi level awareness. Like it that was literally I don't know what came first, this the Karate Kid, but is it's that same scene? Yeah, just in a different like setting basically. And like they're talking and flirting and she says one of the most badass lines. This is like Han Solo, Star Wars level. He goes, is he still in love with you? And she goes, why wouldn't he be?
0: Yeah, I was like, you better tell him, Ronnie. You said, bitch, this pussy dank. Mic drop. She,
1: (laughs) if she would have been at that level, the whole movie, Oscar. She's like, this pussy talks English, Spanish, French. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually the Rosetta Stone is what she calls it. (laughs) <laughs> i mean taking a drink
0: when you said that okay, <laughs> Risa, hey Rosetta, hey it's the the next day the morning she is waking up he's not in their bed which is isn't it like a food like it's a it's a couch bed right it's a like fold-out this, couch yeah, like it's he, a fold-out couch
1: he's, he's relatable you know he's got all this m- these millions of dollars in technology and he sleeps on a fold-out couch
0: and and where's the same vibe? yeah which yeah. honestly I should try that. I want to live my life like a cartoon character for a week. Wait, no, that's retail. That's literally retail. So she wakes up and she goes into the living room slash dining room slash lab. And Seth is like turning the tricks out. Like if this was a drag show, I would have been throwing my dollars because he is doing gymnastics in his home. Like full on Simone Biles, like flipping into his house, like walking on the ceiling.
1: (laughs) I don't know what possesses him. Like he wakes up He's ripped throughout the movie, but he, so he's no more ripped than he was when he went to sleep. But he's like, wow, you want to know what I should do? An entire gymnastics routine for five minutes. I I wish that there were music playing behind it. In fact, maybe I'll just make a
0: cut of that myself. Yeah. Absolutely. There was literally no music, and it's just her watching him, like, doing the tricks. Mm-hmm. Rent oh was gosh. due. <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> she
1: was ready. She wanted them dollar-dollar dolla bills.
0: Yeah! Yeah! get on up up. that's the that's what we should play in the background (laughs) (laughs) and then they have like a a montage of like going it's not vacation though it looks like they just went to a market downtown and Mm -hmm. they stop by a like a cafe oh my god and he is talking about teleportation and how great he feels at like full volume in this cafe and it's just pouring so much sugar into his coffee too this is one of my favorite, I had to look up like how this, what was going through
1: their head when they wrote and acted this scene out. This is my favorite scene pre-transformation in the entire movie. Yeah. So he's in a coffee shop with her. He has not even drank his coffee yet, which means he's not caffeinated. And he is going 30 miles a minute, dumping sugar in his coffee that he hasn't even tasted. And my exact thoughts at that time were he's either having a full mental manic episode, like having a breakdown, or he's on cocaine.
0: Yeah, he, he must have done like fifty lines of coke when he walked into this cast. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 it's gonna teleport you the other side. Yeah, I know, I know, the synthetic steak didn't taste good. Cordenberg, ah, Cronenberg. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. she,
0: she's staring at him like, what the fuck? Do, do you want, what did she say? She said, do you want some I coffee with listen, your sugar? She you wants some <laughs>
1: coffee with your sugar. Fuck
0: you. Okay. If I want to ruin my,
1: he, his pancreas would be shot by the end of this movie, by the way. But if he wants to ruin it, that's his right.
0: That's not the only thing that's shot in right. this, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Real quick, we are going to cut to a break. And when we come back, Cora and I are going to talk more about the fly and it's. <laughs> And it's corrosive cummies. Not the, not the corrosive Corrosive cummies. I think I'll make an all. Corrosive oh cummies.
1: Oh God. <laughs> I would buy that t-shirt though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
0: hey guys if you're listening this far into the podcast i need you to go to itunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast and i would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast it would mean a lot preferably five stars and a good rating and just leave a comment there a positive one don't call me an idiot or anything like that (laughs) that would be kind of mean and if you hear that that's sunny in the background she's here for this You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. So. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Oh, can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenidos, estás escuchando al podcast de Data CARD, Stay On The Line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcasts y donde quieras que puedes escuchar el audio de Stay On The Line. Por favor deja cinco estrellas si puedes de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah! What she said. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say, Dana. Duh. Thanks, Dana.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the movie that will be haunting my nightmares forever.
0: <laughs> I genuinely think I will dream about this movie tonight. Yeah, probably me too. About a giant worm maggot leaving my dishy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's an actual sex toy. I'm not going to lie. You know what? I've seen videos and that looks like one.
1: Yeah.
0: Fly fucking is in this here. Not not this. Is it the <laughs> one where you lay the eggs? I I, I know a queen. I'm not going to say who. I know a queen that uses toys. The ones that like lay eggs into you. Mm-hmm. Not for me. It's not for me. I. It is not for
1: me. I. It's one of those things that like I can watch it. It does nothing sexual for me. But I'm just like, that's good oh, for you. Like, oh. yeah. Let's say I'm the same way was day. I'm like, you know what?
0: Now I've done that. <laughs> I, I've, I've punched someone's purse before. Did not punched somebody. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. and they insisted on not using lube, which I was just like, what? And Absolutely then after I had done it, I had like a mark on my hand. I got like an ass hickey. <laughs> for this oh, like the suctioning
1: force of you pulling out from the, the th- was like a plunger. And you full on hickeyed yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a that that's a story for the first date. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> I would I would lead my Tinder profile with that. I got a hand hickey from this day,
0: at me. Also had the worst date ever with this guy named Seth. Like he like wanted me to teleport with him. Like, I don't know what's going on.
1: <laughs> teleport me to Mars, tell to me.
0: <laughs> Oh my God. But yeah, he is exuding a lot of side effects that would be suspicious mm-hmm. because he is just at a 10. Uh, he No, he's not at a 10. He's like at 1,000 and she's at a two in this yeah. coffee shop. She's actually like, like a
1: normal human being and yeah. he is- where i i I need a cannoli i really like where's my cannoli like i'm what the
0: yeah he's like waiter
1: (laughs) yeah waiter oh no
0: oh my god okay and then because he's so active the next scene cuts to them fucking Mm -hmm. in the the living lab scientist house room Mm -hmm. and she's like oh god like we've been going at it for hours are you not done and he's like nope i'm not How do you even have any fluids left in you? I'm like, he did say that. I was like, enough fluids. We'll we'll see a lot more fluids later.
1: They, one of my favorite things about movies like this, and you normally only see it in like animal-based horror movies, is they always try to play up the primal nature of an animal by having the protagonist fuck like mm-hmm. if you if there's one thing we know about flies it's they like to fuck so yeah. like, he goes he you know takes gina davis 20 rounds and then he finds another woman who i oh, can't wait till we get to that part because i have oh
0: gosh oh my gosh okay. <laughs> um but she notices these like where he got that cut on his back from his big ass lego in his bed his microchip yeah there's like these like thick coarse hairs like out of it like fry like a fly is kind of like hairs and she like cuts them off while Mm -hmm. he's just eating a tub of ice cream I have those hairs on my back right now
1: so that didn't seem that sus to me second if you're trying to get rid of the hair and as a woman she probably knows this you pluck them you don't cut them she She cut cut them with like shears yeah the special effects were actually really cool like it looked great like close up but as she's doing it cuts from hair ice cream hair ice cream and I'm like what's the correlation you're trying to draw in this like in this moment that I need to keep associating cookies and cream ice cream with these disgusting ass back hairs it
0: made me not want to eat that's what I (laughs) that's what I was getting right after this he's like hey what are you doing oh you know what you you need to teleport you need to teleport like me and and you need to be because what does he call himself like you need to be like purified or something
1: yeah purged or like basically i was like you need to have this awakening like i had this awakening
0: yeah it's like, like kind of the be, message you'll feel great like me and she's like um no what the fuck and so he's like going off on her like you're a fat ugly bitch i hope your mom dies like mm-hmm. he's he's yelling at her and she's like um well something went wrong and you're acting kind of strange and he's basically like well i'm gonna go fuck somebody else okay see you later this is the bar
1: scene and i oh, i have all the problems first of all it was a missed opportunity for this movie not to capitalize on product placement because he is walking down a rainy street with a candy bar in his hand.
0: How hard. Would he oh my gosh. To be like, hey, yeah.
1: Hey, Brundle, you're not yourself when you're hungry,
0: <laughs> grab a Snickers, like hire me for your marketing team. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, they could still do that. They really yeah. could still do that. Like that seems like a Pepsi commercial. I absolutely. <laughs> but it's just grotesque him. And then he eats and he's like Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's so
1: they're at the bar this is like a wildly offensive scene to me. So the two gentlemen are arm wrestling, which I, I okay, whatever. Yeah. And there he's having a ca- casual conversation with this woman who has not identified herself. We find out that it's the girlfriend of one of the people arm wrestling, but they're just having a casual conversation back and forth. The guys hear them just briefly and just, what are you doing? You're pissing me off. How dare you? And so he, they make a wager on this, this arm wrestling game, he yeah.
0: does $100 and then he's like, yeah, he says like $100 and I can, and I take the girl with me tonight. He
1: treats the woman like property and she does it, she's like, hey. After the fight, they end
0: up going home together. Yeah, after, okay, so y'all they do this, <laughs> run, they, okay, she attests to like like hey I'm not a prostitute which Mm -hmm. I don't think people really use that word anymore so but they still go on for this arm wrestling match so I think it's like Marky who he's like arm wrestling with some random guy in the Mm -hmm. bar and it's like you can see like a lot of like struggle and then some juice is like coming out of Seth's Mm -hmm. hand and then Mm -hmm. he just snaps the wrist like open fracture snaps this guy's wrist
1: just but clean, just breaks like a dry twig in the summer heat just snaps his wrist off and he gets to leave the bar.
0: Yeah. And you see everything.
1: Yeah. You oh, see it the was.
0: openness of this thing. He, this man is crying. And, th- and then the girl's like, oh my God. Okay. So like, are we like getting like breakfast in the morning? Like oh. after we fuck? Well, she's like-,
1: like, it's early. I don't, it's, it's too early to go home. And he's like, we'll go to a few more bars.
0: No, no, no. She wanted to go to a few more bars. And he was like, okay. Yeah. It, it's also when he goes to the bar, he orders a scotch. Now I, once
1: again, I have to give this movie a few passes here and there. Up to this point, you see him massively consuming sugar and most alcohol sugar, but he doesn't get like a, a sweet drink. Like it would have made sense if he would have been like, uh, give me a, you know, uh, dirty Shirley and then just took the bottle of Grenadine and poured it in it. Like that yeah. would have made sense as opposed to him just drinking meat scotch. I don't know. Well, it was just like a weird thing
0: that got to me. He has this weird comment later where he is like, no, I don't want to. I don't because she's like going to give him like an alcohol rub or something. What is an alcohol rub? I don't know. I thought you knew.
1: I, I, I literally, hold on, I have it written. I don't and know what an alcohol rub is. A nice rub alcohol is. rub, question mark, Tawny. Like also when they fuck, their fuck scene, he does not move. It is him, his pelvis does no motion. It's him having her bent over the couch. He's like leaning over her forehead, like bearing over her because yeah. he, he's 75 feet tall. And they show a close-up of his ass. He's making noises, but there is no pelvic thrusting
0: happening at all. And is, the dick is just like a, doing the worm down there. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody knows that flies have <laughs> sentient dicks that can't yeah. control themselves. Wow, wow, yes. wow, wow, wow. When they get back to his place, she's like, ah, oh, there's no elevator. I don't want to walk anymore. And he just picks her up <laughs> and sprints up all these flights of stairs, like with carrying her.
1: Also, like they, argue, I've, they arguably have like three to four flights of stairs in the warehouse because you see the warehouse multiple times. So you can yeah. kind of guess how high it is. If she is that winded after maybe two flights of stairs, we gotta, we gotta get you to a respiratory specialist baby. Cause it's something is not right.
0: I was like, ma'am, you seem like a very heavy smoker, like yep. six packs a day. Tawny, Tawny needs some Jesus in her life. And also her name is Tawny. And I'm just like, Ugh, she." Really I didn't even Tawny. know her name, but that seems like her kind of name. Cause exactly. she, she looks a little, her hair looks a little rough. She looks like, She's just a fun Southern gal somehow like in, where are they? It looks like they're in Chicago, but they might be in New York. I didn't, look. it's
1: definitely a metropolitan city. And like her hair is very 80s, but it's like bad 80s. Like it's just, it looks like it's absorbed all of the cigarette smoke and it has this weird grayish hue to it. Also when Gina Davis comes over and he kicks her out of the apartment, she has all of her clothes. She leaves of her own volition. Like she's like, I'm leaving but she doesn't put her pants on.
0: You know what? The girl's got to go when the girl's got to go.
1: Or her shoes, which she's going downstairs to so what's going to be a bunch yeah. of gravel and shrapnel.
0: And then she's not calling an Uber. Where the fuck is she going? Well, to be honest, it was escalating when this girl was leaving. So he's like dragging her to, because he, he wants this lady of the night to oh, go into right. the teleport. Like he wants to teleport her and she's like hesitant and he's like, don't be afraid. And we get the best line ever. It's mm-hmm. from Ronnie. She's like, no, be afraid. Be very afraid. Like that is the most iconic horror line ever. That's the tagline. That's like on the posters. That's what it said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ronnie has showed up lady of the night. It was like, okay, I got to go, which I don't blame her for not grabbing anything because like this man just tried to shove me into this telepod. I don't give a fuck. If I forget something I'm leaving. Okay. But she
1: doesn't tell Gina Davis, Hey, watch out for this man. She doesn't go to the authorities. Like, There are roughly 3,000 crimes committed in this movie and not a single authority figure is ever introduced into the mix. Nor is there a medical professional ever inserted. Gina Davis or the creepy scumbag ex-boyfriend don't think to get a doctor. He has all this food in his house so arguably he had to go shopping for it. Nobody at the grocery store talks about the fact that like uh, a human Gila monster hybrid is grabbing every donut known to man.
0: Yeah, because y'all his face at this part of the movie looks really gross. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's like acne, but it looks like he's like getting lesions on his face. Yeah. Like all over. He does not look good.
1: He does not. He is, you know, he did not have his apple
0: a day. And he also doesn't (laughs) go to a doctor either. So whatever. No. And then, so he's like yelling at Ronnie. He's like, you're just jealous. Jealous because I could do this. And starts like punching the shit out of like a wooden beam and like really fucking it up. And then kicks her out. And then she just walks away. I was like, oh my God, like that is a man on drugs. Like that's what I would think. And the the weird thing is, so she cuts his back hair
1: and you find out later that she took it to a scientist. Yeah. But up until that point, like he was acting a little strange, but he was, it was before the coffee scene Mm -hmm. and it was like right after the gymnastics thing. So maybe the gymnastics thing would have raised a little bit of alarm, but why was her thought I need to clip these keep in mind she clips them and there's like still two more scenes and she doesn't pocket them and yeah. she's like I gotta get this to the scientist and analyze it
0: yeah you're part fly
1: <laughs> you're Marty McFly really <laughs> that's it
0: that's the runway after he yells at her he's in the bathroom and he starts to try and shave himself but mm-hmm. he can't shave his like very like thick hair off of his face hmm and then he's like chewing on a nail, like his fingernail, and then it comes out. And then he like squirts like pus into the mirror and then he pulls out another nail. And then yeah. this is when he's like, oh, I'm not good, y'all.
1: This scene is, it's one of those things like it should not make as much sense and be as amazing as it is, but it really is. So I have to talk about like the continuity once again. He shaves his face, just hits one of the hairs. Ow. He pulls off a full-on fingernail and doesn't even blink.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. And
1: then he's like, and then some part oh, some part of his body falls off and he's like, this is a relic of the past. Like he's trying to like justify he's becoming this evolved being, but he still has all of his old body parts like oh, in the medicine no. cabinet as if if he reverses this, he's got them in like milk and they can just put them back in his body. Oh. Like, I don't know
0: why he still had oh, those. Oh <laughs> my God, the the his museum he called it a museum Mm -hmm. y'all it's just a bunch of his falling off body parts like stored behind his medicine cabinet
1: it looks like uh like be real in like a saw movie
0: he like his nails fall off i like that he puts on gloves and he's like talking to the computer and this is when he finds out that there was a fly inside with him when he had teleported and that the fly fused with him and there must have been some ketamine in there or something because that's (laughs) I feel like that's how he got all his energy. There was a a little little bit of crystal meth in that fly too. And it's so funny when he's like doing
1: all this. First of all, it's 1986 and he is having a full on like I am message back and forth with his computer. Mm -hmm. Like it was so, it seemed so, I wouldn't say personal, but it seemed so like that I expected her to be like, thank you for calling Dell tech support. Please take this survey after this (laughs) transaction. Like that you think that if she had that level it she she's smart it's a computer she <laughs> hey. um, if she had that level of intelligence that when the experiment was over there would have been like hey asshole something didn't go according to plan but like yeah. no bells or whistles go off and it's just it's fine it's great
0: this is what you wanted right like yeah, you asked sure. that fly to be in there i don't mm-hmm. know why but i thought of like plankton and is it karen his mm-hmm. wife the computer mm-hmm. it was very much that relationship I loved
1: it. It was, I love how we're giving a personality to this computer that doesn't actually have a voice,
0: but I did. I felt
1: that the, actually the computer was the most likable character in the movie, the the computer and the baboon.
0: The baboon that did not die, which we never know what happened to that second baboon. He probably we, ate it.
1: Where are we keeping these baboons held? Once again, why don't we ever hear them still throughout the movie? why has nobody alerted Steve Irwin or whoever you're supposed to call when people have exotic animals are not supposed to have? Like, Yeah,
0: <laughs> it must be the same people he got the fucking lasers from.
1: Also, this is also random. And I had to look up, like, I was like, maybe they did this because it was a book and they did it in the book. Why do they use a baboon when rats are more easily accessible and from what I've been told are more genetically comparable to us than primates are?
0: Yeah, I was like, sir, open yeah. up your your big ass warehouse you live in and put some cheese out and you will find probably six fat ass rats. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. It, everything goes so wrong. So easily. Like if you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich crumb near the machine and like an ant got in there, now you're <laughs> a fucking ant man. Like there are so <laughs> many scenarios in which going back to that, like him being in the machine, tra- he can transfer inorganic material safely, but he yes. still goes in naked. Why? Yeah,
0: because, yeah, if he's wearing clothes, well, no, because, okay, at the end of the movie, he does fuse with the telepod.
1: Oh, that's what that, that's what happened with, oh, yeah. now I, that dialogue makes so like, sense. So, like, maybe, now. like, his
0: glasses would have, like, fused into his body, Something I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's, I, that's a scenario that, okay, I can plausibly posit that now. <laughs> he should have had the baboon carry, like, a pencil with him just to see mm. what happened. Mm-hmm. This is when we get a four-week jump cut. And, like, the most problematic part of this movie by far. Yeah, the well, Brundle, Fly is what he's basically calling himself at this point in the movie. He calls her up and he's like, hey, I just want to see you. And she's like, it's been four weeks. And that's why I wrote down, it's been four weeks? How mm-hmm. long have they known each other? <laughs> but
1: at least and this, they had enough, like, decency to give you the exposition of letting you know it was four weeks. Because yeah, it, Had they not said that, I would have assumed this whole movie took place in... 72 hours.
0: Yeah. Like, got <laughs> nutted in, had a baby, and caught all these feelings. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. literally caught feelings so fucking fast.
1: The first, the second day they're together, uh, the second day they're together, she says, We should go on holiday together. What?
0: <laughs> holiday, bitch. Are you from the UK? Why well, are you saying also, holiday? <laughs> well,
1: you ha- still have not written the story about this man. And you're just like, Let's go on vacation. Yeah, ma'am. Oh, I think boy. you're
0: fired at this point. Like, oh, where? <laughs> just
1: uh, if you take the fly out of this movie it is just like a, a staggering seething review of the 80s treatment of women
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> she does go to his place and he looks bad bad like he's walking on with two canes he's basically him to break into a dance yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's talking about like how his like body's decomposing oh my god we get a really gross thing so he's grabbing some donuts and he vomits mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. white, gross pus out onto these donuts. And he's like, oops, that was disgusting, wasn't it? And then she hugs him. I was like, ew. Okay, so multiple things about this. She hugs him after he's thrown up.
1: He has some of the throw up on him. And we later establish in the movie that the vomit can disintegrate human flesh, mm-hmm. but she is unharmed. Okay, whatever. Yeah. We'll give it to you. He seems unbothered by everything that's happening because he would, and then his ear falls off and he goes, <gasps> I might be in trouble or like he, then he's like suddenly starts to care about it. And at this point he looks like a villain in the cartoon show, Ozzy and Drix. Like if you would have been like, that's typhoid fever. I'd have been like, yeah, that's typhoid fever. That's what that would look like in this show. You look at the composition of it. He's supposed to be half fly, half human. And then he's giving this monologue to a camera referring to himself in the third person the entire time. He has created the name Brundlefly for himself Mm -hmm. and doesn't say I'm experiencing these symptoms. He goes, Rundlefly is experiment, experiencing these symptoms.
0: I just totally forgot that his entire ear fell off and he was like, zoinks! Uh-huh. Jinkies! Her right mind, she does leave to get help, but instead of like asking maybe any like other human, she uh-huh. asks her ex for help. Her piece of shit ex. And then he, does he like find
1: the video accidentally or does she give it to him to watch? I think like he's in the apartment, once again, breaking and entering, and then she comes in sad. When you when you watch Brundlefly eat the food, and you look at his like on oh, turning into a fly, and he explains that a fly disintegrates things and then sucks them up, but his teeth have been filed down as if he's part piranha. Yeah, there is nothing fly-like about his mouth structure, and you never see him suck anything up because it would just be him like off- face planting.
0: Yeah, I would have to say like whoever did the <laughs> whoever did the special effects for his teeth, I don't think they really like got that concept. I mean, he still looks really gross though, looked- but good he he didn't go to her place so when she goes to talk to him he asks her to okay i don't know you're, you're saying he's in a bad state but i don't know what bad state he's in you need to show me so she goes back to mr fly's place mm-hmm. to record him and he does this presentation of him eating and you don't see it thank god because i think i would have thrown up Mm-hmm. but you hear everything. It's like, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't sound good. It just, it sounds like he's, he's grapefruiting somebody. If you know that. Word. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: It's, it sounds so gross. It looks like just piles of semen. And I um, like the choice that they made not to show it because it, it gives credence to what uh, Cronenberg does in this movie where he gives you strange bodily visceral gore, but he puts it in in select places so that when you see it, you appreciate it and it fully sinks in. Not like, oh, he threw up and he's sucking shit off the table again.
0: <laughs> man, I wish a man would treat me like that. <laughs> Piles
1: of semen. <laughs> oh no, not th- just waves of it. <laughs> um,
0: man, the life before COVID was wild. I miss Baby. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it's like a cut from like Brendon fly like doing this to like a videotape of the ex watching it. Miss thing, Ronnie comes home and you know, cause he's just there. Mm -hmm. like walking an airing again and she goes to the bathroom and she's like crying and this is when she confesses that she's pregnant and they're like well what are we going to do we need to get rid of this thing (sighs) to us you don't notice this at first so it's like supposed to be the next day quote unquote and they're going to get this abortion and it's this whole abortion procedure and it's like really bloody which i was like i don't think abortions work like this i don't know i don't own a vagina they're like oh there's there's more than one wait, hold on. What's this? And they pull like a giant maggot like out of her vagina. And I was oh. like, oh my God. And then I was like, oh wait, it's a dream.
1: It's a dream. You find out it's a dream sequence, so, but it's really weird. And I'm get, once again, I'm just going to give them whatever because she was dreaming. So it's dream logic. So it does look like they're performing that type of procedure on her because there's a hose in his hand and the doctor's yeah. hand. What else do you have it for? The assumption is if they're having her push it out, that it's deceased or like it's been taken care of it's been eradicated whatever term you want to use and then the thing comes out like almost half the size of her like it is a large thing yeah there's only one of them not an entire army and then it's still fully alive and functional yeah <laughs> meaning the doctors literally did nothing
0: they were just like scooping down there mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah as girls, I'm I, I I was very thankful that it was a dream also one quick line one mm-hmm. creepy thing that the ex says because I can't let this
1: one go so when she's uh with him in the office and they're talking about what they're going to do. Da, 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 da. He's like, oh, if you're going to go back there, you're going to be a dead woman. And then he goes, do I have permission to claim your body when this is done? Oh, yeah. Her, that was her, really fucking her, weird. Her dead body? That yeah. you're going to taxidermy and stuff, Norman
0: Bates? Oh, yeah. Or, he, yeah. He asked to claim it. In her property. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking weird. It's I I, at, I automatically thought, like, is he going to fuck like, her dead body? Like, yeah. why did he just casually say that to her? Rule 34. Well, rule number one, don't taxiderm your ex. And then it cuts to Mr. Brundlefly. And he's typing on the computer. He's asking about, like, the fusion process to becoming human. And <laughs> his teeth fall out, which is gross.
1: His dagger piranha teeth out of the fly man fall out, yes.
0: And I said, my dude looks so bad. Is what I really I wrote down. My dude looks so bad right now because at this point he I don't think he technically has any clothes on anymore. No, and that he's just his, walking around like a blob. Yeah, he's like a blob, and not a squishy blob. He's like he looks like the thing, like those random like uh, infected
1: bosses you see in zombie games. Like it's like really asymmetrical to one side, and
0: he's hobbling. And yeah, it's a w- weird off color. He puts his teeth in his medicine cabinet, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to?" You want to see all, all, all the body parts over here in my medicine cabinet? It's the, like, it's the uh, Brendel fly museum. Just. Uh. And she's like clearly terrified. She was going to tell him that she's pregnant, but couldn't say anything and just leaves the ex is down there. And he's like, well, did you tell him? And she's like, no, I didn't fucking tell him. I don't want to, And I want an, I want an abortion right now. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking care. I want to get an abortion right now. I want this fucking thing out of me. He's like, are you sure? Meanwhile, Brenda Fly is listening to everything at the top of the roof. Oh,
1: this scene is so wild because, well, this movie, because every man, including the gynecologist they go to, which is David Cronenberg, that's the director okay, of this movie, okay. t- tries to talk her out of this abortion. At every turn, she's like, I do not want this thing in me. Like, she's having a genuine, like, "I, I th- we don't know what's going to happen this could fucking kill me. This pregnancy shouldn't be a thing. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit because the science doesn't check out.
0: Yeah. But it's just, what the fuck? (laughs) And uh, I forgot to mention this, but like Jeff Goldblum as a fly, like the acting is really good. He's like, he's tripping up on his words. He's giving all these like, Ticks. Ticks. Like, it's really good acting. It's,
1: it is so, and I think that's one of the reasons I give this movie so many passes. It's impeccable. Like, it's, every part of his body is moving with purpose. And he also has, like, five hours and 20 pounds worth of fucking prosthetics on. Like, yeah. Fucking! This is why Jeff Goldblum just fucking kills the game. Like nobody yeah. can do the weird things that he can do, in this movie shows it.
0: And I like, just totally forgot. I'm like, he really is just wearing all these prosthetics, and it's just mm-hmm. like limping around, like really giving, really giving you character, giving you body.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was actually a conscious choice by Cronenberg because uh. he didn't want to. He didn't want the transformation to seem so fly like. He really wanted like the grotesqueness of it, mm-hmm. and so all of like he made all of those choices. Also, he used to be an entomologist, so any. Issues he had with continuity lies in terms of insects. I don't forgive. That's why I'm like, those teeth don't check out because you used to work with bugs all the time. Drag him. And it comes in and again. So I will drag her. I'm gonna do it again. So (laughs) as this is all going on, he starts talking about, have you ever seen an insect in politics? Like he goes on this like giant monologue, like weird animal farm style thing, which David Cronenberg wrote based on his experiences with bugs. But the thing is there are political animals, ants and bees both have like government hive-like structure, yeah. structure whereas there, there is a powerful person there you know there are tears to how there's the, the queen class yeah works. there's not elections but there are battles like i know that the queens have to fight it out sometimes he was going to be like i get the statement you're trying to make and it was actually very well delivered but i'm just like it doesn't make sense
0: <laughs> yeah Dr- get get her pull her edges mm-hmm, slap her in the her. face so yeah this is when we're at the the gynecologist i used to term loosely because Mm -hmm. these men don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And she's like, well, you're either going to get this thing out of me or I'm going to give this abortion myself Mm -hmm. if I need to, which I was like, oof, that is that is rough, y'all. Well, and it's
1: 1989. So this is in a post-Roe v. Wade world. And like as Brundlefly is listening to this conversation, the ex-boyfriend is acting like it's this huge to-do to get an abortion. Like, because I can't, I, after he's, like, talking her into it, he's like, I can't get, I can't schedule this on such short notice. Planned Parenthood is a thing at this yeah. point. Like, she doesn't even need you to schedule it. You are just, this is not your child. That, that is not your father. That's the
0: thing. He's, <laughs> like, he's, like, talking to He's acting like this is her kid. And then they're like, they're going in, like, talking about all this, like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? We could just run tests." And she's like, I don't want no tests. Yank this shit out of me. I do not want it in me. There's a flying man in me. But still, 10 out of 10. Fucking movie crushed it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so she's waiting in this little office. And then it's just, like, this, like, peaceful, like, calm scene. And then fucking Seth just... Bursts into the giant fucking convenient thick window right there and just, just snatches her up.
1: Thick, like 10 inch fucking thick, like plate glass and just yeah. crushes through it like the Kool Aid man. The glass
0: you can't even see through, like that yeah. thick ass glass. Yeah, that prison glass. <laughs> he really was like, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then like doesn't have wings or anything, but just you don't see where they land. He just takes her and then just jumps.
0: Yeah. And my favorite thing is, like, she doesn't even, like, try to run away. She's just like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Let me put your
0: arms around you. But, like,
1: that's her. That's her the whole movie. There are all these terrifying fucking things happening around her. And she's just, oh, no. I'm so sad. We'll get through this. I want to get rid of the baby. Like, there, there are very few of any. The only time she delivers it is when she's like, why wouldn't you want to leave me? That's it. Like, that's the Gina Davis t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> fucking the X is at the whatever like they're doing the do trying to get the abortion and they try to make you sympathize with him by like making him seem compassionate like he's like not being an asshole to her he's kind of like being nice and supportive there were multiple endings written to this movie yeah uh, not many of which are very pleasing to me personally but it's just like why do they make him such an asshole and then try to make the conscious pivot to like make him this redeemable character yeah it's just so weird to me
0: Yeah, like I was saying, like, earlier, I was like, they make him to be kind of like the hero in the end. And I'm like, I don't know this guy's name, first of all. And second (laughs) of all, like, I, he doesn't have any likable characteristics. He's an asshole who breaks into her house all the time, basically claims her all the time, even though they're not dating. That was
1: her dead body.
0: (laughs) What's the fuck her dead body. That was (laughs) his previous student. So he used to be her teacher. And basically, oh, fuck. yeah so it's like all this stuff is so fucking weird i don't like this dude man am i right <laughs> right am i right <laughs> he, ladies after he abducts ronnie the, the ex asshole he decides to take it on himself to go back to his place like doesn't bring any other authoritative figures with him he just goes alone and the thing that's annoying too is he has a weapon but it's a shotgun in a briefcase that he decides to set up while he's in there like, dude, bring the shotgun in while you're walking in.
1: And like, I don't know if it was like oil gunner polish or whatever. It looked like he had a gun and then a bottle of poppers right under it. Yeah, like, it did. On God. I, I thought he was just going to take off and be like, let's go, boys. Like, it was just going to be, that was going to be the mood. That was going to be the moment. And then he goes in and like, as he's doing what he's doing, he knows everything that's happened yeah. and calls no doctor, uh, no police. In fact, the only doctor in this movie is one who is not allowed to do his job because none of the men will let this woman have an abortion. And then he goes on the computer after knowing everything that's happening because he's seen the video, he's talked to Gina Davis. Yeah. And he sees the data, like these two things fused together. And he's like,
0: oh, bitch, you knew.
1: This is not new information to you.
0: <laughs> it really isn't. like, I, And the fact that he's like, just the fact of him like taking his sweet time, like putting the shotgun together and then like walking around, it's just really annoying. So- it's not a surprise to me that Brundlefly gets the one up on him <laughs> and fucking attacks him. Grabs his arm, throws up onto his arm. It dissolves his hand. Mm-hmm. Then as he falls back, Brundlefly throws up onto his ankle. His fucking foot. Yeah. What the fuck? This man does not have a foot anymore. He does not have a left hand anymore. Is going into shock. And then Ronnie like just jumps out. She's like, "Hey, don't do that." And so they just leave him there. Seth goes and gets her and they're having this conversation. He's like, well, I found a way for us to, you know, be human again. I'm just going to fuse with you and the baby. Who wants to create a human Megazord. Like he is
1: full on cuckoo fucking bananas at this point. He is just thrown up on a man. Amazing effects, by the way. Like on his hand and his arm. Doesn't kill him, just throws up on him and then proceeds to be like, we're going to be a Cronenberg person. Like we're just going to be this massive. Oh boy. Oh boy!
0: It, it's exhausting. And also I didn't even say this, but at one point in the movie, he is climbing on the ceiling and on the walls and yes. she's just like, okay,
1: this is this it. Is this is world, weird. what's happening right now.
0: Of course, like a normal person, she does not want to be fused in with a fly man. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. giving a lot of resistance and in her resistance, pushes his face and it takes his jaw off. So his jaw is off the ground, like off of his face on the ground. So good, so good. Looks so disgusting. His body just starts to like come apart. Like his Mm -hmm. face is melting off and there's just a giant bug old man underneath it. His skin is just tearing apart. It is, it is insane. It is full on like
1: gory Animorphs. Like if they did a rated R version of Animorphs that would be the transformation. And yes, I want it. Like I want every version of this movie. I want Ant
0: Cronenberg. I want Dolphin Cronenberg. I want Spider Cronenberg. (laughs) So yeah, he's turning into this giant fly. He shoves her into the pod and he's about to start the the process of getting them fused together. And there's only like two minutes for this. And so he gets into the other pod and they're closed. But X guy decides not to be an asshole anymore. He gets up with his one arm and one leg Aims the shotgun at Ronnie's like her telepod. telepod. He like shoots at the cords to make sure it doesn't happen. And then Brendel flies like trying to break out. He gets halfway out, but then he telepods into the other pod. Cause we didn't mention this, but there's a third pod that was his like tester one. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes out of there, he's Fused partially with a telepod, so he's just got like gears and wires and tubes through him, and he's just crawling.
1: They did this movie in anime. A metal fused fly would be a Digimon evolution.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it would have had like big ass boobs too.
1: Yeah, this could have this could have been Cronenberg Digimon.
0: <laughs> Instead, we get like a a slug man. Yeah, a, a fly mixed with a robot mixed with a human crawling out, asking for Ronnie to shoot him in the head. Like he is like picking up the shotgun that she's holding and like pointing it at his head. And then she does, she blows the fuck out of his head and then that's the end of the movie. She, but th- both times they use a very high powered rifle. They mm-hmm. seem, they get
1: taken more back by the reaction, like the wires being shot than the actual force of the gun itself. They shoot it and then two seconds later they go back like that.
0: I want to see them flying, okay? Yeah. I want it to be like a fucking elephant gun. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I musket, musket or bust. (laughs) But yeah, that was this movie. It was insane, but I loved it. I
1: am so fucking glad I got to watch this movie because, holy, like I could watch this movie every month for the rest of my life and I would be satiated like no more mean girls I'm just gonna watch
0: this one I'm gonna do a brundle fly number now (laughs) don't try to have sex while watching Mm -hmm. this movie Mm -hmm. don't try to get cum Mm -hmm. that that erosive cum Mm -hmm. and do not Mm -hmm. eat during this movie especially if you're eating donuts do not and and do not deny women uh, access to reproductive services (laughs) yeah also that (laughs) I was just like what is this I hate every person in this movie
1: and every time you think that like at least one person is gonna be like, Yeah, let her get let her do what she wants with her body. And nope. Even the doctor's like, Are you sure? You better yeah.
0: blow his his head off, girl boss. Not girl boss. <laughs> you know what I was thinking when I was watching this movie? I was thinking, I hope they don't remake this movie. This does not pass the Bechtel test at it all. It does not pass the Bechtel test. Also, it doesn't pass basic science. So I was thinking
1: about this. So <laughs> when you like cross species, so like if a donkey and a horse have a child, they have a mule and the mule is sterile. So uh, Seth is basically that he is a combined thing of those two. He has the genetic information of both. So, from a scientific standpoint, he should be sterile. She should not have ever gotten pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah, but did it? Yeah, it would have had happened. Well, they didn't. They did fuck before it happened, so it could have right. just been before that. They fucked. They fucked before and they fucked after. But if they fucked before and that's when she got
1: pregnant, then she has nothing to worry about. She's going to have a child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if they fucked after, then she
0: has Cronin baby. Well, we also have uh, Tanya, whatever her name is. She got the Cummings, too. Oh, no, she did. That's the sequel. That's the one I want to see. Where she just gives birth to a, a, a brundle fly. Absolutely. But I want it to be a buddy comedy
1: uh, with the baboon. With the baboon? With the baboon, yeah. Uh, he, uh, My life
0: he, is crazy. I, You know what? I'm disappointed. We didn't get no baboon ass in this movie. You
1: don't want to see it. And I wonder if that was, like, a, a conscious thing. Like, oh, no, we're going to get an X rating if we see...
0: If they see a, a, a baboon's ass, but like baboon's ass. fly fucking is okay. Show me that fucking ripe ass, red ass, please. I love it. We're here for it. We love a color coordinated moment. <laughs> Do you think you would have survived a fly experience like this? The Brendle fly? I, yes, I absolutely,
1: because like so many of the major plot points in this movie are so easily avoidable. The the experiment that goes on is only done because he's jealous of a woman. This movie is fucking crazy, wild bonkers. I don't, I think I would survive on the condition that like I would accidentally end up in the Cronenberg pod and it would be like a hyena instead. That's my- Now that would be on
0: Rule 34.
1: Yeah, I, want, I I thought about this as like, if I were a Cronenberg creature, what would I be? And I wanted to, I would do a hyena. So this movie is basically how I'm transcending into being a furry. I was going to say, you're a furry now. <laughs> you're basically Simone. Yeah, representation matters. You know, it's me, Simone, and then Sonic Fox. We're just holding it down over here. Oh, so, and Eva Destruction. Oh, T. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I don't think I would have survived this at all. Mainly because I've seen of what i remember from the sequel the fly person can just shoot the vomit acid out like projectile so yeah he probably would have done that because i'm pretty sure that's what happens like someone's face gets melted off in the second movie that's awesome
1: oh. so but i would have been davis
0: you know what no i would have been i would have been what's her name is it tawny what's the tawny that girl? tawny i would have been tawny i would have been on Misconnections the next day like hey Looking for this guy, he was kind of like strong. Do you know where I can find him again? I would have been her getting that fly seed. Also, my insides are buzzing. Don't know what that's
1: about. <laughs> LOL, tell me later, bye. <laughs>
0: my bussy is buzzing. <laughs> on Yahoo uh, Q&A. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not this. this. My but bussy was... is buzzing. Can you, Can you guys help me? All <laughs> right, now <laughs> Coronation, where can we find you? I am
1: on Instagram as the Coronation. And I am on Twitter at ItMeCoronation. And then you can catch me at Steamworks when it finally opens back up. Oh my gosh. I want that for me too. You're getting exclusive access here. All right. Uh, Yeah, so I do have a new project coming up. It's going to be a YouTube style show. uh, And it's going to be called I Just Want to Talk. It's basically just me talking to some of my favorite performers, politicians, politicians. I give other local performers, you know, they spots to go on rants to do non-musical numbers because I'm not getting fucking DCMA banned. Uh, And it's just a way for me to celebrate all the fucking crazy thoughts in my head, honestly. (laughs) But I will drop the URL probably when you post the episode so I can be like, oh, and by the way, two for one.
0: Okay, work. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can find this podcast on Instagram at Stay on the Line Podcast and on Twitter, AKA as my basically, like basically my private, not my private Twitter, but my personal Twitter now, since I don't have my other account.
1: The show Twitter is an alt.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the podcast Twitter is an alt. I, oh. I have, I've been hesitant not to post a booty pic. Um, I have it's not It's fly yet. fucking. Nothing but fly fucking. Oh God, not this. <laughs> not the fly fucking. Um, but you can find the Twitter account on, at stayonthelinetc. And you can also find me, my personal most of my personal accounts under tarot card. That's T E R R A H C A R D. You can also find that under Venmo if you're feeling generous. Cora, do you have a Venmo or any things to put? Uh,
1: yeah, I have Venmo, Cash App, Dollar Signer at Coronation. So yes, throw throw some money at your girl so I can continue my blue wig collection. Marge Simpson, watch out, bitch. How me. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, no, I can't. I don't do Google. <laughs> <me>?
1: Homer.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, and that's K-O- R-R-A, and then yep. nation. Like... Nation.
1: Vape nation. Like rhythm nation. Yeah, like not vape nation. Oh no. <laughs> oh wow. See, you made it to the end to drop that. So I couldn't. <laughs> so I you couldn't, couldn't end the like... call
0: strangest thing comcast is out wow don't know what's <laughs> happening lol right well and that was the podcast so until next time make sure you guys stay on the line bye Just when you say bye too oh me. bye
1: i didn't know if i was allowed permission to
0: speak <laughs> oh, right. you
1: have permission to speak <laughs> i was like uh-oh mute this bitch Mute Derek very on the stage <laughs>